When the art day gets rough, you just gotta keep on punching. And here's your Thunder Punch Daily with Jersey Droz. It's hard for me to pick a very favorite Transformer character from any of the series. Um, there's a lot that I love that I'm going to talk about this month. Uh, but probably a top, top five character would be Bumblebee. Uh, Gen 1 Bumblebee and other uh, versions of Bumblebee, Bumblebee, which I'll talk about. Why Bumblebee? Well, I mean, he's he was featured a lot in the cartoon. I mean, he was in a lot of the episodes, right? He was even in the 1987 animated movie where they're trying to roll out a bunch of new characters and toys, and yet they still made time for Bumblebee and Spike. And uh, so, he, one, he was in the show a lot, so you got a lot of exposure to the character, but also I just have... Um, an affinity for cute, brave characters and stories. I I empathize with them a lot. I sympathize with them a lot. I think uh, probably one of the running themes when I talk about my relationships with these characters is that I was a, growing up, I wasn't a shy kid necessarily, but I was a sensitive and somewhat insecure kid. Um, I was I I was creative and I knew it. I liked drawing and people responded positively to my drawings, but a lot of my self-esteem was on the line <laughs> a lot as a kid. I think that's the way it is for a lot of children. And so watching this this small guy, he's the smallest of the Autobots in the first, se- uh, first season. And even he points to that as an advantage. He says, you know, there's one episode where he says, I'm the smallest, so I have the best chance of getting through to hide this bomb to take out this Decepticon installation. Um, but you rarely see Bumblebee fight. He's not much of a fighter. He's a spy. And so once he gets inside the Decepticon base and uh, Thundercracker and Skywarp find him, it, it, it's literally, it's not even a fight. They just like slap him and he's knocked out because he's just, he's small, he's weak, he's vulnerable all the time. Now, I, I wasn't thinking that way when I was a kid, but I knew something was connecting with that character in me. Uh, and as I, you know, grew up and thought more about him, I'm like, I think that's probably it. It's the fact that he's, He's cute. He's bright yellow. He's got the... He, he turns into a VW Beetle. Um, and, uh, you know, he he's super brave despite the fact that he is physically the weakest link of the entire team. Right? Um, he was best friends with the humans. Like, Spike and Bumblebee were best buddies in the first uh, season seasons of the show. And even in the third season when it start, the timeline moved to the far future of 2005... Um, there's a scene where Bumblebee and Spike are riding together, and they, Spike even says, oh, it's just like old times. Um, there's, there's episodes where they play video games together. They go to an arcade, and Bumblebee and Spike are playing video games together. And I remember uh, in fifth grade, like I fantasized about that almost every day. I mean, I said this when the Bumblebee motion picture came out, um, what, last year, in 2018. Um, if the, I said something along the lines of it, if this movie is just this girl and Bumblebee hanging out and being friends, like that's the Transformers movie I want. When I was a little kid, I didn't fantasize about fighting Decepticons with the Autobots. I just wanted to like sit in Bumblebee in car mode and just talk about my day. You know, that was like <laughs> all I thought about. And um, my parents actually had a yellow VW Beetle. Um, it looked just like Bumblebee. And something happened to it. I can't remember what, cause I was only like 11. So I wasn't really paying attention, but I think it broke down or something and they, they didn't have the money or the interest to repair it right away. So for 
I want to say an entire summer it sat next to our garage. They pulled it up alongside of our garage and they just sat there. And so I would go and I would sit in that car and just daydream about being, <laughs> being best friends with Bumblebee. Uh, and that leads me to another thing about some of the Gen 1 characters that I also think is um, made the show really compelling for little kids, at least this little kid, was they turned into modern-day current cars. You could spot Bumblebee. Like on road trips, this was something my brother and I always did together. Is we would try to spot the Transformer. Oh, there's Trailbreaker. Oh, there's Optimus, right? That flat-nosed semi-truck. There's Bumblebee. There's a VW Beetle. Um, some of the other mini-bots like Brawn and Wind Charger got a little harder to tell exactly what they were, but but you get my idea, like, or you get the drift. Like, the, the Prowl was a Datsun, you know, and when you spotted that car on the street, it was like, it was exciting. That could be him, you know. Um, I once had somebody describe the, the appeal of Harry Potter to me that way. It's like, it's a magical world that like lives alongside the real world and you could be right around a corner. You could turn a corner and now all of a sudden you're in the wizarding world. I think that that was something that was working on me as a child too, was the fact that these warriors could disguise themselves. Remember the first series is called Robots in Disguise. They could disguise themselves as vehicles that are hiding in plain sight. Um, now let's talk about, let's close this essay with talking about Bumblebee's later iterations. Because he was a VW Beetle in Gen 1, and that was pretty much it. I mean, when I think about it, I'm actually super grateful that the Bumblebee motion picture actually had him as a VW Beetle because most of the iterations of Bumblebee afterwards, he's not. They turned him into a sports car. I'm thinking of Transformers Prime. Um, I'm thinking of the new Robots in Disguise show, which is like a continuation of Transformers Prime. Um, and then in the other Michael Bay Transformers movies, and spoiler, at the end of the Bumblebee movie, uh, he's a sports car. Now, I loved Bumblebee in Transformers Prime. If you haven't watched Transformers Prime, it was a, it was sort of a reinterpretation of the series where you're really only following what five main Autobots. You have Optimus, you have Ratchet, Bulkhead, RC, and Bumblebee, and then later on Smokescreen and Wheeljack. And uh, instead of it being Spike and Sparkplug who are in the show, you've got these three young kids: uh, Jack, Miko, and Raf Raphael. And Raphael and Bumblebee are best friends, and and I love their relationship in the show. Raphael is this, he's this timid, or not timid, he's like, he's a sensitive, nerdy kid who is like a computer genius, um, and he, he's, for some reason, he's the only person who can understand how Bumblebee talks, because they did this thing in the Michael Bay movies where he can't talk like, like all the other Autobots, he talks in like radio noise and music and stuff. Uh I guess doing like a cute R2-D2 kind of thing. And they continued that on with Transformers Prime, but like they made it work with Raphael and Bumblebee. And Bumblebee is super, super cute and brave. And he's like, he, he's, a, he's like a scout. So he's one of the weaker characters, but he's like extra scrappy because of that. Um, but I think something, I, the one critique I have of his later iterations is that I think when you make him an awesome car, you've taken away something that I think made the character work really well for me anyway as an original character in his original state was that uh, nobody looks at a VW Beetle and goes like, awesome. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> but I mean, like, you don't think of like, you know, like really awesome tough guys or like super macho or super heroic figures emerging from a VW Beetle. Like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is not going to be climbing out of a VW Beetle in slow motion. And if he does, it's going to be a gag. 
there's something that just makes Bumblebee a little too awesome when you make him a sports car, in my opinion. When you make him a VW Beetle, it's an unassuming car. Like, well, I guess this ties into my memory of the VW Beetle that my parents had. It was a temperamental car. It required a lot of maintenance. The heat worked in a really funny way. If I remember right, the heat like came through the floor, like it blew out in the floor. Like it didn't have vents on the dashboard. At least I don't remember having vents on the dashboard. So like I remember in the wintertime riding in that car, my feet were boiling hot, but my head was cold. Um, it, it was not a <laughs> – and this is the stuff I think about whenever I think like, oh, midlife crisis time. Maybe I should like get an old VW Beetle and paint it yellow and you know I could live that ch- childhood dream. But I think like, ooh, that, that, I, my memory was that that car was not easy to maintain. Um, so like – but when you make him this sleek sports car, it just makes him a little, a little too cool. And when I think of that little fifth grade jersey who thought, wow, you know, he's like me. Um, a little bit, you know, and he, he's, he's not, he's not captain of the football team. You know, he's like the little nerdy outsider who tries extra hard because he's the weakest link. Um, I think you lose a little bit of that, but either way, as long as I think like with the character, as long as he is overmatched and has to be extra scrappy. And if, and as long as he really loves his human friend, which is what that new movie was all about, then I feel like it's the essence of Bumblebee is there, and that's what makes the character tick for me. So, and I think that's a decent summary of why I love the character so much. So, okay, I'll be back tomorrow with another Thunder Punch Daily. Until then, remember everybody. There are times when everybody dreams of becoming very rich or powerful, but what they don't think about are the problems and responsibilities that go with it. In today's story, He-Man was tested, and he proved his worth when he was able to resist the temptation to use his great power for any selfish gain. He knew that it's just as important to know when not to use force as it is to know when to use it.